Welcome back to be a broker with Review Show Gersey at the Pilsner Work Inspired Podcast. And today we're going to be speaking about the topic of, if you didn't guess yet, vacation. Vacation. But before we start, we just want to give a big thank you to this week's sponsor by inviting you to spend a beautiful and relaxing kosher vacation at a rental simmer in the enchanting town of Yavniel in northern Israel. Accommodations up to 30 people, only 15 minutes away from the Kinneret, with a pool on premises and across from a shul and a mikveh. Just Google Villa Rimona to find out more information. Okay, so you may be thinking this. We're on the work-inspired podcast. What are we talking about vacation for? You know, if you're on the program and you've become work-inspired, you should love your job and you should be having such a good time at work that you never need vacation. Right, Rev. Gersey? Of course. The truth, though, is, and, you know, these are conversations that we've had and these are studies you can read about. Right? The World Health Organization speak about symptoms of what's called burnout. Right, and those three symptoms, it's very fascinating if you're sitting at your work desk wiping away sweat from your forehead <laughs> at this second, you may want to check in. The first symptom is, is if a person starts to feel, he starts to feel exhausted. And when we speak about exhaustion, we're not just talking about going to sleep late. We're not just talking about physical exhaustion. We could be talking about emotional exhaustion, right? We spoke about intellectual exhaustion. You're just finding yourself to be tired. Just finding yourself to be tired. The second symptom that the WHO, the the World Health Organization, speak about is if a person finds themselves in more of a pessimistic, negative thinking cycle, right? And that's obviously for somebody who's usually positive thinking. But more than usual, more than usual even for the negative thinkers. A person, <laughs> I know there are a lot of negative thinkers, you know, they haven't, uh, haven't been exposed yet to the truth. But if a person finds themselves, a person finds themselves just feeling negative, you know, just negative about a deadline, negative about a coworker, negative about what they're doing. That's another symptom of experiencing work burnout. And the third symptom is when a person starts to experience poor performance poor performance, right? And that could be either if you recognize it yourself, right, or your boss gives you a memo, you start to feel like something's not working like it normally works. And if any of these symptoms are happening, there's something which is taking place which is called burnout. Now, what does a person do if they're feeling burnt out? Well, it's very simple. Vacation solves it all, right? Just take a vacation. And the truth is, this is a culture that we've been brought in, right? If you're working, you probably have vacation days, right? You've probably taken vacations in your life. And what we want to speak about here today, right, as we always do, is to understand from the Jewish perspective, from a Torah perspective, what do we feel about vacation? Not just from a place of halacha, which we talk about how to vacation in a halachically acceptable way, but the whole topic about vacation, the hashkafa vacation, what do we feel about that? And secondly, if you're going to be taking a vacation, you might already be on vacation while you're watching this, how can we take steps to ensure that our vacation is done right in a way that we are going to end up coming back from our vacation refreshed and not more exhausted than we are when we first started. All right, but Grizzy, I've learned we're not going to dig deep. We're not going to dig deep here today. You know, the truth is, is that... Scratch the surface. Scratch. Or we're going we're gonna, to, you know, we're going to dive in a little bit. We're going to... Excavate. Di- dip our feet into the waters. Cool in, water. Into the cool waters, the pool waters, yeah. because we understand the truth is that this, this whole 
this whole topic of the Ashkapa vacation is right now a topic that we've been excavating with depth, with depth in our base measures program. And uh, due to a very special sponsorship, you will all have the opportunity to be able to see this. Make sure to look out for the series that's going to be coming very, very soon. But for the context of our podcast, just to be able to dip in our pinkies a little bit. <laughs> what would what would we what can we share with our broader audience, <laughs> our broader audience about this topic? As you uh, number one, just as you're sharing the different the three different areas of burnout that we speak about, I think we can add spiritual burnout. You know, I think I think we can add that. I was thinking about two things. Number one, before we look at texts, just something which is very fascinating. You know, in Yeshiva, you had Bena Sadarim. Every yeah. Yeshiva has Bena Sadarim. <clears throat> we have Benazmanim. Every Yeshiva has Benazmanim. And it's just fascinating to note that in a space which is Kula Taira, it's all about learning, it's all about learning, there is time called Bain Hasadorim, which yes, it's there for eating and deal with the things that we need to deal with. But I tell you, Bain Hasadorim, I used to have a rest. You know, a couple of hours. You So there's there's in Yeshiva a recognition that we have to have Bain Hasadorim, which includes rest. I tell you in Bain Habzmanim, remember in Bain Hasadorim, and again, I think this is something very important just to recognize in the structure of learning, the makom, which we'll go into in a moment, We'll look at Makairis and try to try to understand. It's a little bit perplexing when we first read these texts, and then we're having this conversation. But in Bain Hazmanim, it's a zman where we, so to speak, learn less, <coughs> and we can say it's a time to switch off. I don't like this term switching off. Maybe it's a time to switch on, but switch on in a different in a different way. way right. But as well, the the fact that. Bain Hasmonim was a time where people go out and they do things. I remember when I was in Sunderland, myself and another Chavar, my Chavrusa, we would learn. And we would spend a good few hours in the base of Medrash. The Mashgiach walked in and he says, he says, what are you doing? And we said, what are we what, learning? I mean, he wasn't happy. You were in no, the he wasn't happy. <laughs> he was like, he says, what are you doing? You have to be out and about, do things. Have your zman tefillah. Bein azmanim doesn't mean you stop like keeping Torah mitzvahs, <laughs> but you have your zman tefillah, you have your learning, and you go out. Says, what we better do? He says, what, you don't know what to do? And he got a bus, and us and a few people, we went. We went on hikes. Wow. We went out. And, and this is something very, very real to appreciate, that there is a time to... Uh, 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 let let go a little bit it's, of it's your normal a, seder experience variety experiencing something different. It's amazing that Dafka is the mashkiach, meaning the mashkiach. You would think that, you know, maybe you know, taking time off is like for the people that you know just the can't do, like the ones that can't really make it. But it's like Dafka, the mashkiach, is the one who's encouraging. I it. would say more than that. We shared this before. I have pictures. I have several pictures. Those uh, one of the Dayanim in England was a Talmud of Reb Shimon Shkop. Talmud of Rabbi Baruch Be, Talmud of uh, the Chofetz Chaim. He was a Talmud of Rabbi Chaim Isaac Grzynski. It's Talmud of the Lipvish Gedolim, and he said many a time, he enjoyed learning, but he enjoyed Benaz Monim. Benaz Monim. And there's some pictures. I, I've got I've got copies and two, three original pictures of different Gedolim Torah. One of them's on a deck chair. I think it was Reb Baruch Bey's on a deck chair. And it's it, they went out to the forest somewhere. I can't remember. He told me where they went. I have it written down in my diary. Wow. And they would sit around and they would listen to stories for hours. And they would speak in different inyonim that they wouldn't normally speak about during 
זמן. The, the nekuda is, is, the, is an appreciation in the Torah world, in the world of Torah, to recognize that there needs to be a break from what you're normally doing. And I think this is the important nekuda. People use the term vacation. But I don't like We the term us. vacation. <laughs> What, why? Why don't I like the term vacation? Because it has the word vacate. Vacate. It's, it's, so, it's catchy, though. It's But catchy. Yeah. I hear that. It is catchy. <laughs> But what's the better word I like to use? Rejuvenation. Rejuvenation. And I think there is a diuk here. I think there is a diuk. And maybe this is why there is a pachad. That right. why, Actually, it could why, be that's the reason why be. you have It's people like, that are... We don't vacate. Si right. we, as conscious beings, we don't ever want to vacate. We want to rejuvenate. And wow. it's true to say in life, Bechin of Chochma, just to use this term, Bechin of Chochma, in life we have to have Seder, we have to have our schedule, we have to have that which is the same. It breeds feeling secure. I, I know what's coming, scheduling. But then on the other hand, the human experience, we need variety. We need variety. And sometimes what happens is we can get burnt out by the things we need because we need variety. We need to do something different. But, but, but it could be maybe why sometimes there is this tension is because we use the term vacate. And vacation is, it's, it's, we're not running away from anything. Rejuvenation, I'm running towards it. It's Avedis Hashem. Wow. And, and it's important to note, if you look at the texts without context, it's a problem. Because if you look at Yeradeh, for example, Reish, Mem, Vav, Halacha, Aleph, Halacha, Kaf, Hey, for example, it's intense. You should be learning the whole time. It doesn't matter who you are, what you are. You have to have a seder. It actually says you have to have a seder in learning. So it respects as well the fact that we go out to work and we do things. You have to have a seder in learning. So, okay, if I'm not working, I should be learning. Right, and for sure it would seem, it would seem you know, from this sort of type of mindset that we're given over the emphasis learn, of Torah, learn, learn. that if a person who's working, meaning in Ben Azman, and we see on one hand, it's very powerful to hear that even the mashki And the Gadolim understood that there was a, a, a value in taking time to rejuvenate oneself in a way of resting and doing things differently. But for a person who's involved in working, right, for, you know, many of our viewers, you know, people that are involved in working, they have a time to learn. There might be reason to say, hey, if you have time off from work... And we have it in the Shulchan Aruch. You should run to the base of Mate. You should run to the base of Shulchan Aruch. Not to go on vacation. This is what I'm suggesting here. That you can read the text. Shulchan Aruch says that, okay, in the morning after you've finished davening, learn for a bit and then you go out to work. And then Kafei, a person who doesn't have proper seder in learning, Hashem despises them. But then we do have in Arachaim, Reish Lamed Aleph. We do have there the sugya which is based on Gemara. I mean, you have you have the uh, other sugyas based on uh, Gemara Megillah Kavav and and Gemara Brachos. That if a person needs to rest, person needs to nap, so they can take a nap. And is that and some type of a b'tiyavet? So meaning, is it like so the Gemara? The is is it some sort of like if you learn the texts, it may appear that it is a bedieved, but then the Gemara comes and tells us in Brachas that we should know Hashem in all our ways. I so see. what starts to happen is we see that there is this Matthias that, yes, we are meant to be learning and being Isaac, and if a person needs to eat, 
person needs to work, if a person needs to do certain things, then we have, if we look at the text, this understanding based on Chazal that it's for the purpose of learning and connecting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I see. So taking the time off, you know, to, to relax, taking the time off to give to our bodies the ability to be able to rejuvenate when it's in the context of the fact that I'm on a program of wanting to be healthy, wanting to be able to be on a best service to Hashem, then that becomes something within a value within itself. Correct. I remember Rabchuna Halpin, when we, I remember once we were speaking about this Nakuda, and Rabchuna Halpin, Zachron Levracha, he said that you should know that Alpi Chasidus and even Alpi Musa, that whereas the Shulchan Aruch says, ah, that the learning, you have the learning and then you have to eat. So the eating is for the sake of learning or taking a nap is for the sake of learning. He would say, Alpi Chassidus, no, 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 no. You're kula a yid, you're complete yid. That means you're a complete Jew in every area of your life. That means your learning is learning, but even your resting is for the sake of resting. But because you are trying to be a conscious being, connected to, connecting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, trying to fulfill your potential, even your rest is Kodesh Kadoshim. But toich atzmai. Wow. Within itself, not, even the not vacation just, right, not just or the rejuvenation, rejuvenation. is Kaddosh Kaddoshim. Wow, it's, it's, it's fascinating because that I think you know that I think ties a lot into one of the Marmakomas, you know, the sources we spoke about in the base Medrash program with the Yerushalmi, which is one of these one of these sources that if you're just hearing it, you're like, okay, make sure to send that to me because I need to see that inside. And if you see it inside, you really. You know, I have to take a double take where we have a teaching in the, in the Yerushalmi, right? Where the Yerushalmi is telling us is, is, in, in the name of Rav that one of the things that a person is going to have to give a din v'chashban, he's going to have to give an accounting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, right? Is something that his eye saw, something that his eye saw, caught his eye, and he didn't eat it, right? He saw an apple, it looked enticing, and he didn't eat it. And that's something that we have to give a din chashban to HaKadosh Baruch Hu on, right? Which is fascinating because it's like, wait, it's, it would seem to imply that, wait, to go after those things that fascinate us or those things that we're attracted to, we want to eat, is something which is good. Do you know who the one, the Godel Bisrol who made that Yerushalmi very famous? Most people, most people, you know, you speak, they'll say, ah, Rav Shimshur Hirsch. Rav Hirsch. Ah, because of that he, story with Rav he Hirsch. Was, he was the one that really opened this one up. But you have more than that. I, I'm sure, you know, we spoke, we spoke about this next door in the base of Medrash. Talk about the Chida. The Chida. The Chida went, he was a very curious person. And everything was, he was Mamash Kodesh Kodesh, it was a Talmud, Talmud of the Rashash. It was a Mekubal Eloki, he was, he was like, he, he was equivalent like to a Vilna Goin. Wow. Mamash, unbelievable. And, and I used to learn, one of my chavrusas in Yerushalmi was a doctor, professor, um, Rabbi Zimmerman. So he, he was unbelievable. Oiv Yisrael and Oived from Ger, Gerachos, he was a Gerachosid. And he translated um, the Chida. And I remember we had a conversation. You know, what he said why he loved the Chida so much. So he said he was very much a person where every area of your life was Kadosh. So even he was a physicist and he did mathematics and it was all Torah. It's your approach to life. It's all mamish gilue lakus, and he got a big bracha. He got a bracha from the Ger Rebbe's, and he was mamish aset. With Rev Zimmerman, you're speaking about. Wow. Yeah, and he, I remember we were speaking, and he ran over and he says, "You know, the godless of the chida, 
He was big in Torah, but you know what was also big? Is that I want to tell you that he was so curious. He was always wanting to learn and see Hashem Isbarach. He went to museums. Right, And right. as well, chocolate. Chocolate? Chocolate. The Chida, there's several times where the Chida drank Shoko. I mean, I pro- <laughs> probably wasn't Shoko the, what we drink, but he drank chocolate. And he speaks about, in his diaries, this interesting food he ate or this interesting drink he drank. Oh, and it's just, but what's, what, what are we trying to share here? The fact is, is there's room in Yiddishkeit for rejuvenation. And sometimes we're made to feel guilty. We're made to feel guilty. Can I, I, I just want to share something. Yeah, sure. That, that, I mean, I'm sharing anyway. Oh, the, ca- the cameraman, the cameraman said, I have to be careful with, you know, my language sharing. Because it's a podcast, we can talk. <laughs> But um, something I remember when I was lying on the couch, I had a friend over. What are you? And now I'm getting faces. But when I was lying on the couch. I was lying on the couch, and I'll never forget this. My friend, my friend, like was shocked, <clears throat> sitting on the couch, chilling, teenager, chilling. Yeah. And my father said, "I'm very happy that you know how to relax. I'm very happy that you know how to relax." And he walked off. And he, was, he meant it. He was being sincere. My father was being sincere. My, friends, my friend looked at him and goes, What? How come your father said that? When my parents see me sitting on such a bum, get out of here, go do something, etc., etc. But sometimes we're made to feel guilty. We're made to feel guilty to relax. We're made to feel guilty to rejuvenate. And sometimes, even from a Torah perspective, we're made to feel guilty. Well, and I, I think it's so important to recognize the Chochmah of Torah that that we need, we need, and scientifically, psychobiologically, you know, I'm in the health industry, twenty something years. I've seen probably thirty thousand patients plus, and I see that so many people, simple, simple, simple things of not sleeping properly, whatever it may be, not exercising, not eating properly, and and not rejuvenating properly, and it erodes the mind, it erodes the spirit, and it people find it difficult to connect. They become stressed. And they become ill, and a lot of the time it doesn't need to be like that. So I think in the right context, done in the right way, rejuvenation is Kodesh Kadoshim. Wow, that's very, very powerful. And it's such an important message. And thank you for sharing that in such a strong Lashonos, because I think we need to hear these strong Lashonos because of things that we may have picked up, a message, you know, that uh, vacation, uh, rejuvenation is the opposite of Kodesh Kodeshim, you know, whatever that fill-in-the-blank is for you. But to understand the fact that the Torah is reflecting a Kodesh Baruch Hu's understanding of the human experience. Golos and Geula, it's the same idea, Shabbos and Chol. Yeah, and, and we have to, we need to, to, to pay attention when we see a marmakomus like this to recognize the fact that we need to be honest with ourselves. And, you know, going back to the question, you know, we're not going to have so much time to be able to go into it now, but once again, we speak about it a lot in depth in, in the, in the base Mentors program, which you'll have the opportunity to see. But when it comes to how to make sure that that vacation or that rejuvenation period that you take is done well, what it really all boils down to is self-awareness. We need to learn to become self-aware and honest with ourselves to be able to hear what is it that I'm feeling burnt out from? Is it from work? Is it from family? Is it from my learning? Is it from my regular schedule? And what is it that will help me? And for some people, you know, for some people, sitting out in a forest, 
you know, is going to rejuvenate them. For other people, that's going to bore them to death. Right? For some people, <laughs> they don't want to rejuvenate by sitting on a beach. They want it to be, you know, mountain active, climbing, yeah. active. Yeah. Right? The whole entire realm of recreation, which we speak about a lot in the Base Measures program. You have the rejuvenation side, the relaxation side, and there's recreation, which we find as well, like we mentioned from the Yerushalmi, if a person has a fascination, if you have a fascination with something, right, and you don't have the opportunity to be able to to activate that because of your busyness, your responsibilities, your job, to give time for that will energize you. And what we see is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who designed us in that way, wants us to pay attention to these things. And when it's done in the right context, in the right way, right, with self-awareness, Obviously, within the realm of halacha, one can take advantage of this time and this mitzvah that we live in today, where we have this thing called vacation until we're able to change it to rejuvenation and to be able to use it in a way that will make you a better version of yourself, Amen. more there for your spouses, Amen. more there for your kids, Amen. and more there for everyone. Once again, a big thank you to our sponsor, Google Villa Ramona, to find out how you can take that amazing vacation that you deserve. Bracha v'atzlacha kol tuv shkayach.